Chapter 3 Krishna is the source of all incarnations Sutta Goswami said In the beginning of the creation the Lord first expanded himself in the universal form of the Purusha incarnation and manifested all the ingredients for the material creation and thus at first there was the creation of the 16 principles of material action this was for the purpose of creating the material universes a part of purusha lies down within the water of the universe from the navel lake of his body sprouts a lotus stem and from the lotus flower atop his stem brahma the master of all engineers in the universe becomes manifest it is believed that all the universal planetary systems are all situated on the extensive body of the purusha but he has nothing to do with the created material ingredients his body is eternally in spiritual existence par excellence the devotees with perfect eyes see the transcendental form of the purusha who has thousands of legs thighs arms and faces all extraordinary in that body there are thousands of heads ears eyes and noses they are decorated with thousands of helmets and glowing earrings and are adorned with garlands this form is the source and indestructible seed of the multifarious incarnations within the universe from the particles and the portions of this form different living entities like demigods men and others are created first of all in the beginning of the creation there were the four unmarried sons of brahma the kumaras who being situated in a vow of celibacy underwent severe austerities for the realization of the absolute truth the supreme enjoyer of all sacrifices accepted the incarnation of a boar and for the welfare of the earth he lifted the earth from the nether regions of the universe in the millennium of the rishis the personality of god had accepted the third empowered incarnation in the form of devarshi narad who is a great sage among the demigods he collected exposition of the vedas which deal with the devotional service and which inspire non fruit action in the fourth incarnation the lord became nar and narayan the twin sons of the wife of king of dharma thus he undertook severe and exemplary penances to control his senses the fifth incarnation named kapila is foremost among perfected beings he gave an exposition of the creative elements and metaphysics to asuri brahmana for in course of time his knowledge has been lost in the sixth incarnation of the purusha was a son of sage atri he was born from the womb of anusya who prayed for an incarnation he spoke on the subject of transcendence to alarka prahlad and others the seventh incarnation was yagna the son of prajapati ruchi and his wife akuti he controlled the period during the change of the swayamvara manu and was assisted by the demigods such as his son yama the eighth incarnation was king rishabha son of king nabi and his wife nirdevi in this incarnation the lord showed the path of perfection which is followed by those who have fully controlled their senses and who are honored by all the orders of life in the ninth incarnation lord 
prayed for by the sages accepted the body of a king who cultivated the land to yield various produce and for that reason the earth was beautiful and attractive when there was a complete inundation after the period of chakshushamanu and the whole world was deep within the water the lord accepted the form of a fish and protected vaivaswatamanu keeping him on a boat the 11th incarnation of the lord took the form of a tortoise who shall served as a pivot for the bandrachal hill which was being used as a churning rod by the theist and atheist of the universe in the in the 12th incarnation the lord appeared as dhanvantari in the 13th he allured the atheist by char by the charming beauty of a woman and gave nectar to the demigods to drink in the 14th incarnation the lord appeared as narasimhadev and bifurcated the strong body of the atheist hiranyakashipu with his nails just as a carpenter pierces the cane in the 15th incarnation the lord assumed the form of a dwarf brahmana his name was vamanadev and visited the arena of the sacrifice arranged by maharaj bali although he although at heart he was willing to regain the kingdom of the three planetary system he simply asked for a donation of three steps of land in the 16th incarnation of godhead the lord as rugupati annihilated the administrative class 21 times being angry with them because of their rebellion against the brahmanas thereafter in the 17th incarnation of godhead shri vyasadeva appeared in the womb of satyavati through parashara muni and he divided the one veda into several branches and sub branches seeing that the people in general were less intelligent in the 18th incarnation the lord appeared as king ram in order to perform some pleasing work for the demigods he exhibited superhuman powers by controlling the indian ocean and then killing the atheist king ravana who was on the other side of the sea in the 19th and 20th incarnations the lord advanced himself as lord balram and lord krishna in the family of krishna and by doing so he removed the burden of the world then in the beginning of kali yuga the lord will appear as lord buddha the king the son of anjana in the providence of gaya just for the purpose of deluding those who are envious of the faithful theist thereafter at the conjunctions of the two yugas the lord of the creation will take his birth as kalki incarnation and become the son of vishnu yash at this time almost all the rulers of the earth will have degenerated into plunderers brahmana the the incarnations of the lord are innumerable like rivulets flowing from an inexhaustible sources of water all the rishis manus demigods and descendants of manu who are especially powerful are planetary portions of the portions of the planetary portions of the lord this also includes the prajapatis all the above in mentioned incarnations are either planetary portion of the portions of the planetary portions of the lord but lord shri krishna is the original personality of godhead all of them appear on the planet wherever there is a disturbance created by the atheist lord incarnates to protect the theist whoever carefully recites the mysterious appearance of the lord with devotion in the morning and in the evening gets relief from all miseries of life the conception of virat universal form of the lord as appearing in the material world is imaginary 
It is to enable the less intelligent neophytes to adjust to the idea of the Lord having form, but factually, the Lord has no material form. Clouds and dust are carried by the air, but less intelligent persons say that the sky is cloudy and the air is dirty. Similarly, they also implant material bodily conception on the spirit self. Beyond this gross conception of the form is another subtle conception of form which is without formal shape and is unseen, unheard and unmanifest. The living being has his form beyond this subtlety. Otherwise, he could not have repeated births. Whenever a person experiences by self-realization that the, both the gross and the subtle bodies have nothing to do with the pure self, at that time he sees himself as well as the Lord. If the illusory energy subsides and the living entity becomes fully enriched with knowledge by the grace of the Lord, then he becomes at once enlightened with the self-realization and thus becomes situated in his own glory. Thus learned describe the birth and activities of the unborn and inactive, which is, in, which is undiscoverable even in the Vedic literature. He is the Lord of the heart. Lord whose activities are always spotless is the matter of the six senses and is fully omnipotent with six opulences. He creates the manifested universes, maintains them and annihilates them without being in the least affected. He is within every living being and is always independent. The foolish with a poor fund of knowledge cannot know the transcendental nature of the forms, name and activities of the Lord who is playing like an actor in the drama. Nor can they express such things neither in the speculations nor in their words. Only those who, who render unreserved, uninterrupted, favorable service under the Supreme Personality of God and Lord Shri Krishna, who carries the wheel of the chariot in his hand, can know the creator of the universe in his full glory, power and transcendence. Only by making such inquiries in this world can one be successful and perfectly cognizant of such inquiries, invoke transcendental ecstatic love into the personality of Godhead who is the proprietor of all the universes and guarantees sent person immunity from the dreadful reputation of birth and death. This Srimad Bhagavatam is a literary incarnation of God and it is compiled by Srila Vyasadeva, the incarnation of the God. It is meant for the ultimate good of all people and it is all successful, all blissful and all perfect. Srila Vyasadeva delivered it to his son who is the most respected among the self-realized. After extracting the cream of all Vedic literatures and histories of the universe, Shukdev Goswami, son of Vyasadeva, in his turn delivered the Bhagavatam to the great Emperor Parikshit, who sat around by sages on the banks of Ganges, awaiting death without taking food or drink. This Bhagavat Puran is as brilliant as the sun, and it has arisen just after the departure of Lord Krishna to his own abode. He accompanied by religion, knowledge, etc. Persons who have lost their vision due to the darkness of ignorance in the age of Kali shall get the light from this Purana. O learned Ramana, when Shukadev Goswami recited Bhagavatam there in the presence of Maharaj Parikshit, Sutta Goswami is saying, I heard him with rapt attention 
and thus by his mercy i learned the bhagavatam from that great and powerful sage now suta goswami saying now i shall try to make you hear the very same thing as i learned it from him and as i have realized it